you had to do the techno remix of Aha, didn't you? <laughs> Just to see that look on Hiram's face. Of- we need a webcam in here right now because the death glare through the microphone to your headphones is delicious. Oh, wait, wait, that's not bassy enough. Oh, God. <laughs> and welcome to... Bleeding, Happy out, <laughs> bleeding <laughs> out of my eyes. <laughs> this is the Happy Valley Speakeasy radio program. No podcast. Same thing. And What's so- been going on, kiddos? <laughs> oh, we got all kinds of fun stuff. Okay, so last night... We all saw The Hobbit. We Kibble did. had seen it before. Well, you walked out before the child, right? I saw you walk out like three times. Yeah. Um, the theater there, for whatever reason, ha- well, I know why. It's because they have teenagers running the place. Really had the volume up too high in the theater. And I, and I don't say that to sound like an old guy. I'm a sound engineer. They had it too loud. They were probably pushing 95 decibels, which will cause irreparable hearing damage after an hour. It physically was too loud. And the problem is that whenever there was a loud sound, my kid would freak and start about to cry. So after the third time, it's like, I'm done. Can I add something? Go for it. As a 40-year-old man, not me, you. No, I'm, I'm 40. He's I'm 38. 40. Whatever. You look ridiculous with a newborn in your arms. Do you know that? Because <laughs> you know, ridiculous I'm, you look because you are so old right now with a I'm newborn. bald? No, it's not because you're bald. You were bald when you had your first kid. No, I was bald with oh, my first kid. Oh, no, 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 no. Look at me, Kimball. You, you were bald with your first kid. <laughs> he was not bald with his first kid. I had a malt with my first kid. <laughs> yeah, actually, you did. <laughs> when was your kid? When was Jeremy born? Uh, ninety six. Yeah, that was way too late to have a mullet. Ninety six. <laughs> not, uh, not in Southern Utah. You could have. You could have gotten away with it. What's that? Stop yelling in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just screaming. What? Um, you could have gotten away with it in maybe ninety three. <laughs> in 96 we had gone through the achy breaky phase <laughs> that's no, no, the song you should Billy Ray Cyrus came back man with his daughter he's hot man <laughs> he is he's hot <laughs> I, wow. met, I met his mic it's really hot as in it's yeah really my hot. mic is hot yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> Anyway, uh, you could, but you've seen it before, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's why I was okay bailing out. What did you think about The Hobbit? I have many different opinions of it, actually. From a straight choose one. <laughs> well, <laughs> part of it is because we were we were raised with The Hobbit. We were raised with the, with the no, 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 no. Let's, let's, we were raised with two huge token nerds, and I don't mean we token, but. J.R.R. Tolkien nerds. I mean, our parents, when, when our father was We're, angry because in the movie they weren't going the right direction because you could tell by the sun in the sky, I was out. Oh, I, I missed like, that I'm one. Done. Oh, yeah, that was, that was you funny. Know, he's like, they should be going east, damn it. You're like, Dad, it's just. They're shooting to the south. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dad, just, they're going to turn, okay? They're going to turn. Don't worry about it. And, and for us, at least Spencer and I, when we were kids, we were, um, Dad was working on the show Popeye. We were living in Malta, a little island off Tip of Sicily. I don't have a whole lot of memories. I have some, but um, from what they said on the TV, the TV blew there. So for well, inter- it was in Maltese and in Italian. And so for entertainment, he read us The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, which The Hobbit's fantastic. And Old Man Willis scared the hell out of me as a six-year-old. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, so you know, we know a lot about it. From a cinematic standpoint, I thought it was a, a decent movie, so in the beginning, but so is the book. I understand why they added the scenes to connect The Lord of the Rings to The Hobbit for people who haven't read it and are semi-literate and never will. Don't say that I really liked it because I liked The Hobbit so much, but I understand why. Yeah, but I don't understand why uh, okay. your opinion's done. You go. I don't understand why Peter Jackson decided to make it a PBS special on the New Zealand. Because it's Peter Jackson. Oh, he just, did you not see The Lord of the Rings? <laughs> I did, but... Uh, in Lord of the Rings pissed me off, too. I mean, just With Lord of the Rings, they changed the story so much that you missed a good third of the, the, of the entire uh, Lord of the Rings yeah, series. Yeah, but he only had so much, you know... Oh, come on. You had to have the cleansing of the Shire because that was what drove Sam into being the mayor and the leader after Frodo leaves. Well, that's not really established in the movie anyway. Yeah, they, they never no, put that down. But uh, it was all. Didn't you think Return of the King had enough endings, though? <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> it drove be, me nuts. Let's be fair. Well, that's how the book is, though. Yeah, the book has four endings, but it, none of them end the way no, that. No, Lord of the Rings, the movie had four endings. The book had six. Okay, I'll give you that because of, <laughs> I mean between cleansing of the Shire and then going to the Grey Havens twice. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah. So what did you think about it? I thought it was I thought it was instead of calling it The Hobbit, they should have called it Lord of the Rings colon The Ewok Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> it was so like, hey guys, remember the Lord of the Rings? Wasn't that great? Hey, buy the extended Blu-ray disc. Here's something to remind you to do that. You know, it just felt every time it would actually have the story of The Hobbit, it was fun. Every time it added superfluous bullcrap, it sucked. The console at, at Rivendell that doesn't exist in the book at all. Like, why is Lady like <coughs> Lady Gladriel there? there? Why is the Lady of Lorien there at all? Oh, and for anybody who hasn't seen the movie, spoiler alert. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like that is such a pivotal moment. Well, that, we're also a month into, the, into being in theater, so I think we're pretty safe on it. No, it was literally like Bilbo was the little curly-haired girl. Dwarfs were, were like... A, Wait, no, no, no. Elijah Wood is the girly, little-haired girl. It, it, was, it was like the dwarves were just the Ewoks. It was just the extension of what Star Wars tried to do after Return of the Jedi. So would that make uh, uh, the wood wizard the Chewbacca or something? Or? I'll tell you this, though. I don't know about you, but in my headphones, it sounds like I'm like really echoing far away. Yeah, me too. But it's just the headphones. Okay. No. Yeah, well, I sound good, then that's fine. No. Yeah. No. Okay, here's the thing, right? In the second time in those movies, Gandalf could have summoned eagles at the beginning of the film and gotten them a hell of a lot closer than three and a half hours away in watching. <laughs> I was say, no, there's a whole other movie no, no, before no. you get to... No, no, in watching. I mean, you're, just, okay. you're sitting there, it's just like, okay, now we know where the mountain is. Let's get some eagles. Let's get there. Done. <laughs> oh, oh, you need to go to Mount Doom? We don't, we don't have to go right there. We can get close. You fly... He's the worst wizard in the world. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get him from Bree to Rivendell without getting him in a mortal peril. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that just went to the geek mode. <laughs> That's just a uh, boner shrinker. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Here's where but, I but no, no. should go. Our home. 
and native land. Uh, that's rude. Right? I mean... <laughs> sorry. I had to put some Shatner in there. Yeah. <laughs> you should oh, say Oh, Canada that. Shatner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... um ba, 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 ba. I, anyway, well, I liked it because Martin Freeman is an amazing actor. Loved him since the British office. And he's fantastic. Yeah. I, I think without him as Bilbo, it would never have worked. Yeah, they need someone that had the, the comedic timing to pull it off. And he's the only one... <laughs> The only thing I had wrong with it was he was the only one who looked young. It's just like, yeah, Gandalf, you're supposed to be before the Lord of the Rings, right? Because you look about 80 years after. Same with Galadriel, but she can pull it off. You know, she who shouldn't have been there. Again. And Elrond. Well, I guess. No, Elrond's, Elrond, in, Elrond's, Elrond's, Elrond's in, in it. But he wasn't. He wasn't a, a. No, he was a minor character. Saruman wasn't there. Nope. No. At all. At all. Spoiler! <laughs> Saruman's there. Well, and the, and I, I, the I other, did, I did the other wizard, he's directly from Lord of the Rings. He's not Though, a hobbit. I will yeah. say that the What's guy his name? that. Rascal Flats? What's his name? <laughs> white, white Trash. Rasputin. What was his name? Why was his head covered in birch yet? Because he had a nest I on his know, head. but it, come on. He's a wizard. You don't cover wizards in birch crap. That's a rule. By the way, you're going to have to make sure and bleep that one. Yeah, you think? <laughs> no, keep it. <laughs> it's for the podcast only. It's not going on the air. Okay. I say, well, I think. Podcasts, um, we should believe. carry rules apply. I don't swear. I just say, damn hell and shit. Right? <laughs> that was our grandmother, by the that way. That is our grandmother. <laughs> yeah, she said, I don't swear. I just say, damn, damn hell and shit. shit. <laughs> so I say that's okay, podcast. Obviously, if we were on radio. <laughs> Badness. There would be some bleeps. So what did you see in the news this week? Heading over. Oh. I have a headline that wrote itself. You want to hear it? Sure. Let's hear it. Jessica Simpson to expand role at Weight Watchers. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even need a joke. <laughs> the visual commentary does it all. The question is, what part of her anatomy is expanding? Again, commentary. <laughs> oh, okay. We're going that direction. I was going for boob job myself. <laughs> no, she doesn't. No. Not that I would notice, hon. <laughs> uh, I did see this in the news. Teen binges on sweets and belts out songs while she sleeps for two weeks straight. So it's like this girl has this rare disorder where in the when she's sleeping, she just randomly eats like sleepwalking, but she also like literally belts out songs. Yeah, like that was my her. excuse too. Oh, wow. I'm binge eating while I sleep. What you were saying, it's like living. Oh, you didn't know this? No. This is just in today. Um, Yeah, this came in about two hours ago. Storman Norman has passed away at 78. General Norman Schwarzkopf, who led the the first Iraq invasion. Who was? He was actually really cool. His his book was awesome. No, yeah. He he is one of those guys that was just really magnanimous throughout the 90s. Truly apolitical. Had nothing to do with politics. The fact that he happened to look almost exactly like George Bush Sr., who was president at the time, had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Actually, he's one of those guys who really wish he could, could have had a better career in, in uh, government, only because you knew what a righteous, upright guy. You know, he was just a, he was one of those honest men that told you exactly how it was. Now, here's a, another headline that doesn't... Whoa, whoa, in the early 90s, though, that he could have gotten away with anything. Oh, oh yeah. this he, is true. He could have gunned, gunned down children. 
Ooh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> no, he did not have the helmet hair and crazy eyes. I'm sorry. That, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> you know what? If I were to choose one thing that makes anybody kill children, it is a bowl haircut. <laughs> Well, with that mom, have you seen her, man? Yeah, she was she was a total nutcase. <laughs> She's like, yeah. I mean, when you come down to it, I mean, yeah, he had the. I mean, ever Asperger's is the new ADD now. I mean, I don't care if he had Asperger's, but the way she obviously was raising him, she was kind of kooky herself, kind of. But let's put it in perspective, though. No, I don't know. Why? No, I, mean, I, 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 I can say the phrase is "you're doing it wrong." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like kids with like that kind of disorder, though. Without how many what what people what parents usually do is they just throw them in front of like video games and stuff because it's like their babysitter and they their augmented reality turns into real reality. That's the problem. And so on top of that, she actually takes them shooting. So would you give your teenage (laughs) your oldest teenage son an AK-15 and say have a little discipline? They didn't have an AK-15. It was a Bushmaster. Okay, either way. Semi-automatic rifle. Would you give it to your son and say, hey, have a little discipline? What's that? Airplane. That's an airplane taken off from the airport. And yes, you can hear it. It's done really well. We can't can't do that kind of humor. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Our program director. No, I was just... just, We are definitely doing it. What was the gun call? The Bushmaster. I was thinking of a 70s porno joke, <laughs> but then I heard the plane, so sorry. I had to come back to it. Well, actually, um, there's some... Actually, that would have been a scary movie joke. The, I haven't been able to confirm this, but there is... I hate you. There's some... Okay, okay. Can, I, can we see ground rules? No Wayne's Brothers always. Oh, okay, how about... Or least... references, or well, no, no. Keenan and Kel. Oh, Anyone says on. a good burger joke on this show, we'll they're going to get in the face. We'll be no, stabbed. I'll give you that one, but at least give me In Living Color references. I'll give you In Living Color because that's the last time you were cool. Well, that was the last time it was funny. The, the Wayne Brothers were funny, too. He was cool? Yes, once. I met Just him. once. And <laughs> that was on the day of my wedding. I'm, my first I'm wedding. Get his, I'm trying to get his self-esteem up. Oh, sorry. Can he hear us? No, no, I can't. No, I can't hear a damn thing. Exactly. Good. Anyway. (laughs) So the the other headline that I just saw here that I I feel kind of comedically writes itself, Bette Midler tops Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way that's possible because he is flamingly gay. Jack, reach around. What was that? Reach, reach around. around. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jack reach. Right. Jack reach around. <laughs> I think that is it. Oh, and who? A picture of Jabba the Hutt. I mean, uh, Michael Moore. I thought it was Jabba the Hutt. Oh, dude. I had. I no, had, read, read wait, the wait, headline no, 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 on wait, that. No, wait, wait a second. I have to say something. <laughs> say something. I, I had dude. a college Duke class. Duke <laughs> I had a college class in a community oh, college oh, out oh, in Oxnard. Yay, solo. Shut up. <laughs> I can kill your mic. <laughs> and the, I, I, took a, I took a class for fun called Sex Rolls. And the woman, <laughs> the woman, whoa, man, who taught that class looked like Michael Moore. <laughs> she looked exactly. Wow. I mean, it was uncanny. Like I said, I loved your movies. Except the moves were. Did she have the slight lisp that he has? Well, she had, I mean, well. To be, you know, the, the to fat man fair, lisp. To be fair, she had a mullet. He doesn't. Not right now. But, no, I mean, it was it was. He had one when we went to Cuba for uh, Fahrenheit 9-11 or whatever. No, or, that was um, sick something. Sicko. Yeah, sicko. 
I don't know. I don't really watch this movie. Oh, I mean, his first stuff was actually pretty good. Not uh, yeah. Didn't didn't he do straight stuff for a while? He, no, no. <laughs> non documentary. Um, no, no. Well, he, mainstream he, he films. did he did a documentary about um, his hometown. And, and, it, and, and that one is okay because it was just a propaganda piece for his hometown. No, no, no. no it wasn't. Well, I mean, it kind of was. But the other <laughs> thing it was, it was um, when he was a kid, they came out with a list of missiles that were targeted in the U.S. by Russia, and his hometown was on that list. And so he tracked down some ex-Soviet people to, and asked them about it. It was actually okay. That was actually that, really interesting. Yeah, that I, that I can that. give you. But I mean, I mean, that was just a part of it, and there was a whole bunch of other stuff. I actually saw him. Doing a documentary, it was about um, neo Nazis in the early '80s, and he was actually the one interviewing the neo Nazis. It was just straight. It was just and everyone, how a documentary filmmaker should make a documentary, and it was actually really good until he went insane, <laughs> which was late 1995, just after the first drug. Huh. First drug. <laughs> <laughs> So we have um, no mercy over there. <laughs> well, you are just going for the jugular tonight, aren't you? Well, it's pretty big. I've, I've heard. I've heard um, <laughs> no, the fat layer around is pretty big. The vein itself no, is quite just, normal. He's just saying there's a big target. Yeah, I see. <laughs> now there's a. Apparently, there's some sort of fiscal cliff. And yep. If, and if hey there, Nami. Now, if we don't, if we it, what we need to do is we got to get away from the fiscal cliff and get back to the fiscal norm. Which was the most boring episode of Cheers ever. <laughs> That's all I got. I have no idea. Wow. I have, I have no wow. idea what the fiscal cliff is. I have, I have no idea. And you I really don't? don't? Care. And I don't care. So don't explain it because I don't care. Okay. This isn't that show, man. No, I don't no, care. We're not, don't, a, we're not a politics show. It's okay. But I'm going to go straight to the top names of 2012. Oh. In the top. Before oh, that, before that one, one more headline. One more headline because it just caught my eye because it has the word porn in it. Awesome. Girl, nine, finds porn videos on new Android tablet Christmas gift bought at Target. Like it was just there? It was just there. Fantastic. <laughs> Those <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty, actually, when I bought my iPad, um, I found uh, Chinese child tears all over it, too. So <laughs> you got to watch out. Oh, it was, it was made from Foxconn? Yes. Ooh. That's the joke. <laughs> iPad. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I, it, it's I don't have all the names, but I do have inside the top twenty-five names. These names do exist. I didn't want to do the whole list because some of it's boring. You think? Okay. Ooh, list of twenty twelve. Here, here's some of the, here's some of the names. Nemo. So somebody loves Pixar. Okay, that parent or parents should be grouped together and slapped vigorously. Okay, Zed. Oh, I don't know if somebody's a big Pulp Fiction fan or not. <laughs> no, that would be uh, that'd be a Men in Black. I I know I I went Pulp Fiction because it's a better film than Men in Black. Um, there was Tinkerbell. People are naming their children Tinkerbell. That's did, did, the these, ki- did these parents not go to elementary school? <laughs> no, they all went. And then there's Buttercup. <laughs> uh. These are parents who all, as <coughs> children, went to oh. private schools with bodyguards. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Fun side note: Our cousin, who you are not friends with on Facebook anymore, because she defended you, uh, uh, Rachel McFarland. Oh, I shouldn't say her name. She didn't say her name. Rachel McFarland <laughs> wanted to get gender. You, you can bleep it. I don't care. Gender uh, neutral. Gender names. neutral names for her kid. Yeah, I saw that on. Okay. So, so somebody. So, okay, you need to get like the somebody it's wanted, theme. Somebody wanted. Bit. Somebody wanted. Um, somebody put down. 
the two that I remember the most was Sagan. And, As in Carl. And Lumen. <laughs> and so I put down Rumple Shithead. <laughs> I think Bile is a great name for both a boy and a girl. And uh, Senorita Bigote. Which oh, wait, we Mrs. can't use Mustache Bile because that's a, that's a fluid. Thanks. <laughs> Such a help. Am I supposed to talk about fluids? I know. I just realized that. So my joke was going to be bleeped. So, hey, um, I've been going kind of with a um, list of 2012 lists of things. Who are your top 2012 deaths? Well, right now, Norman Schwarzkopf. Well, because here's my two. I only have two, which is, um, this is so embarrassing, I can't remember. B. Arthur? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I again and again <laughs> and again. Well, it's just I've, I've heard his name um, said different ways, so I don't know which one to take. Okay. But it's Jack Klugman. Yeah. Jack Klugman, Klugman yeah. yeah. I always thought he was a fantastic character actor. His, his comedic timing was, and he was good always as really good. Yeah, he was not only flawless. in you know obviously the TV show of um, the Neil Simon play, Odd Couple, mm-hmm. uh, but he also did a lot of Broadway stuff. He was in, he was a star in Do Re Mi, obviously Quincy, yeah, MD. Um, so I love Jack Klugman, but the other guy was actually his name is Jerry Anderson. Do you know who Jerry Anderson is? Not a clue. The smile scares me. So no, he was um, he was the mastermind behind the pu- uh, puppets of Thunderbirds. Oh yeah, I re- I oh that right, it. yeah. And without him, Wasn't we that... couldn't have had Team America. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or the Thunderbirds. There's a connection. <laughs> no, I mean I used to I'm watch so Thunderbirds all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So wrong, yeah. so wrong, so sad, Rio, wrong. Yes, I know the song. <laughs> hey, speaking of lonely, <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. I wrote a joke. No, no. Apparently, being lonely can double your chances of dying. Um, dying early. But there's a silver lining. No one will care. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, that dark humor. I wrote another one. It's not about being lonely. I had sex on the beach only one time. But to be fair, I tried to get the whale back in the ocean first. <laughs> So many follow-ups, I can't say. Speaking of this one, the campfire song song. Let's gather around the campfire and sing. I say. I say. I can see this coming. I know that's why I got it. I said a whale sex joke, and you came back with SpongeBob. No, it won't. Get this crap! He's it's done. Sorry, it says SpongeBob Bob Dubstep had to go there. No, you didn't. SpongeBob Dubstep. Those things should never go together. Okay, so I, I did want to talk about you. Uh, talk with you too. Because we have this kind of thing whenever we get together with a group of people. This this, this leading is sounding worse and worse. Yeah, it's gay chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> Please. 
We do a thing. <laughs> See? That's, 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 what, thing. that's exactly how I started. It's called gay chicken. <laughs> gay chicken is when you go in for the kiss at the same sex as you are. I mean, if you're, if you're gay, I guess it's great because you'll win every time. And it's just to see who pulls out. Yeah, but in our case, it's incestuous gay chicken. Yeah, I mean, since we're brothers, it makes it even more fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go deep tonight. Say, what a nutty place. <laughs> Where's all the pretty ladies? Now, the worst part about it is I told my son about it. It was just... Uh, uh, because we do it every now and then. Why would you tell your son about gay chicken? He came around the corner in the kitchen one time. <laughs> <laughs> and Hunger is now in tears. <laughs> and, and he was stuffing every inch of that turkey. <laughs> and unfortunately, he started at one time. And <laughs> With whom? You? Oh no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Father son gay chicken. <laughs> yeah. We suddenly we've gotten to a level that's wrong and every possible. So you need the cable fix, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Why, uh, well, because here's the thing is that you two do gay chicken uh, at least three times, four times a year. And I always lose. I'm just going to put it out there. I always cable. However, in. I lose. I'm just more. Um, you know, comfortable with your sexuality. No, I'm a little bit more gay than you. Apparently, <laughs> okay, I'll go there. I'll but go there. you refuse to even try gay chicken with me because I know it's going to happen, <laughs> and that would be <laughs> you don't know when to say when. <laughs> well, no, I don't have any stopping. Yet. Lips will touch. And <laughs> I don't mean our mouths. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, this one's done. The sound check sounds good. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> you're, 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 so you're saying that it would be full lip contact. Tosses <laughs> might be used. And it's just I can't go there. And whoever breaks, I play it with Kimmel because I know I'm going to win. <laughs> I play it with Jeremy because I know I'm going to win. But you have no idea whether you're going to win or lose if it's with me. Right. <laughs> okay. That scares me. <laughs> I don't know how far it's going to go, and I don't want to even. I don't even want to. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I can't go there. <laughs> so this last year we saw a lot of um, really bad TV as well. A lot. Here's some of bad my, TV this year. Here's my some of my favorites. No, <laughs> what we did had never made it to anywhere yet, right, Brian? No, um, we made like three, well, three and a half years ago. <clears throat> Liz and Dick premiered. The Liz Taylor. Oh, that's and right. Lindsay yeah. Lohan starring as Liz Taylor. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You don't have TV. Yes, I do not have TV. Then you are officially not a part of this conversation. No, I can listen to it and ask questions. <laughs> okay. It was an awful TV movie, yes. And there's been plenty of awful made-for-TV movies, my favorite being Killdozer. Have you ever seen Killdozer? <laughs> I've actually heard the name. Killdozer was about these guys who go to this island where they did these nuclear tests, and apparently the nuclear... Stuff got into the equipment that they were using, and this bulldozer came to life and became Killdozer <laughs> and started killing all the people. Which so, just, just a really retarded version of Knight Raider, which was already retarded. No, it was more like if you put 
Knight Rider, and Death Race together. So it was actually kind of a <laughs> No, I love Death Race 2000. It's, it's, it's a one cinematic of those, classic. It's one of the greatest B movies. What he's ever. trying to say is there's lots of tits in it. <laughs> <laughs> is that so wrong? <laughs> hey, there's ass too. Now, <clears throat> there's another show. NBC has gotten full of bad shows this year. Yes. Oh, what is the Guys with Kids. Terrible. You ever even seen it? No, I didn't bother. Well, you know, they had so many as promos. Much as I it. love Justin Bartha, and I do, I think he's great. He's in. He's like one of the stars, and I couldn't even stomach it for him. Mm. It was awful. It was. It was basically about. It's supposed to be a funny show about guys who fathered children. Oh, and the, the whole situation of going from being a single dude, dating uh, newlywed <coughs> to. Being a father suddenly, you know, yeah. basically every dad terrible. with their first kid. Yeah, it was, it was just, it was awful. Then there was the NBC Olympic coverage, yeah. which was beyond terrible. No, come on. You, well, I will give you this because Bob Costas is becoming more and more retarded on okay. the air. The reason why Bob Costas has always sucked is because he ripped everything off he's ever done from Chick Hearn. Uh, nah. Everything. <laughs> Everything. Don't even I question will, me on this. Well, I know what I'm talking Chick about. Chick Hearn and I would say Jim Nance. And a little bit of Vince Scully. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those three, those, if those three you know, people Vince, didn't exist, Bob Costas wouldn't exist. Vin, Vince Scully is probably the godfather of, of baseball. Well, the, baseball. I'm just, if, I, if I have a go-to, the guy I want to listen to on any sport, it's Chick Hearn. Well, yeah. Laker basketball. Yeah, every time. Every time. Because he is, he is the king. He's great. He's the king of sports radio. Well, yeah, I remember when we grew up in L.A., we would turn, turn on the ball game, turn, turn off the turn volume, volume, turn on the radio. radio. Turn on the radio because Chick Hearn was the best. He was the best. Anyway, I don't like Bob Costas. <laughs> Chick Hearn could even make a, a – a, Let uh, me put it this way. The 1980s Olympics probably <laughs> held a better coverage than the 2012. Oh, and, and we didn't even play – in the 1980 Olympics because it was held in <laughs> Moscow. That's no, how much but... I hated the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got treated to 1984 with uh, Michael... Uh, oh, crap. I just... But, you know, Al Michaels. Do oh. you believe in miracles? <laughs> <laughs> and then... <clears throat> now, that I've seen this list on uh, a bunch of worst TV shows this year, and I don't agree with it. It's Here Comes Bounty Boo Boo Child. What? <laughs> Say that without laughing because I, I didn't quite hear that. Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Okay. Okay. Honey Boo Boo Child. Right. Honey Boo Boo Child. <laughs> now, she was a contestant on Tallers and Tiaras. You know that Which show? Which is just an evil, evil show. <laughs> it, it, it highlights all the, uh, the this, like, taller pageants. This has got to be somewhere right out of Redneck Trailer out of Alabama. Right. Exactly. Okay. That okay. Is totally. okay. That, that, that's okay. all so I need the, to know. So they got the house. The, and behind the house is a railroad track with no crossing anything, right? And in front is the quote-unquote store. They call the store, which is just a gas station convenience store. Now, oh, at least you didn't say and, it was a house of prostitution. You know, it's the chicken ranch. Now, I never have watched this show, but I, I watched this show and shows like it through a show called The Soup. And they call her, her mom. The human thumb, yeah. Because a woman has no neck; she is Jabba's she, princess. She actually looks more like Patrick's mom from SpongeBob. Is that a picture of the kid? Right, so, where did Honey Boo Boo Child come from? Where did Honey Boo Boo Child come from? It just 
came out of the blue. She came out of the blue. This looks like John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> I'm just waiting for her to show up dead sometime. No, we we she's, all are. She's not that thin. We all are. No, but. I've had people wow, call me a boo child, not just me. <laughs> okay. Dude, and her head showing off your tongue is, Everybody has is almost like their, the width like of her shoulders. And I she's sitting there in this interview like holding her gut. Okay. Oh, was that the mom? Was that the mom? That's the mom. Okay. You did not do it. You did not do Jabba's justice with this. Okay, now, when I was watching The Hobbit, I leaned over to Vicky and my wife and said, man. That Goblin King's looking <laughs> just like Mama June. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes, oh, she speaking is. Speaking of The Hobbit real quick, I did like the cameo from Vin Diesel as the white orc. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> the white orc that never existed in any sort of Tolkien story whatsoever. No. Hooray! <laughs> Man. I was waiting for him to drift in one of those wolves. <laughs> Tokyo style. Speaking of really awesome movies, have you seen Tokyo Drift? No. Fast and Furious? You should not, so I'll tell you why. I saw this film. Every town has its um, discount theater. Yeah? Yeah. And when I saw that movie, I, I see all my bad movies in the discount theater. And I always take Killed. exact change in my pocket. So I can yell at the screen, and when somebody looks at me and says, hey, shut up, I can take the quarters in my pocket, throw it at them, <laughs> and say, here's a refund! Anyway. So I'm yelling at the screen of Fast and Furious. Actually, I wasn't yelling at the screen. I was laughing so hard at this film. There's a, there's a part where the uncle, who's big guy in the Yakuza, is shown... And he's literally decked out. You're talking 1940s to me as if I know what you're even related Yakuza, to. Yakuza. It takes place in Tokyo. Tokyo okay. Drift. Tokyo, Tokyo Mafia. Tokyo. You don't know who the Yakuza is? No. Come uh, on. I've been underneath a rock for the last three years. They've been around since, like, the Chang Dynasty. <laughs> okay? Don't know me. You're not God. <gasps> <laughs> You have to pick the perfect moment to do that, don't you? I love that fat ginger bastard. <laughs> yeah, that, anyway, that guy's got about the biggest, about anyway, so the biggest mind. The there. funniest part of this film is they show the Yakuza uncle, who's a, a big leader. Like the Don. Decked out, white suit, fedora, 1940s. Oh, yeah, he's going with full Al Capone on it. Oh, dude. I started laughing so hard <laughs> in the theater, and the guy in front of me, some Mexican dude, with a baby in the theater, no offense, Kimmel, <laughs> looks at me like I'm the a-hole. <laughs> you brought now, a baby to the Now, theater. mind you, I left with the theater when it was too loud for the baby. Well, yeah, yeah, and this kid was squawking the whole damn time. So, What are you looking at? Stop it. <sighs> he's still somebody watching, should, he's still somebody should take away his <laughs> hair color. Huh? Really? What is so freaking different? Tell me! <laughs> Sorry, one of one but, of Hiram's you know, you favorite YouTube videos uh, characters is the copper cab. If I had an office and could get my ideal secretary, it would be that fat ginger <laughs> piece of shit. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It would just be like, "Hi, I have an appointment with Hiram Williams." Do you? <laughs> I'm so. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Well, you two need better lives than what you got. 
I think we're in a downfall in, in our political arena here, and I'll tell you why. Yes, one, downfall. One, wait, wait. No, 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 one, Ben Affleck's not going to go for the carries. <laughs> Number two, now Matt Damon's given up on politics. What are we going to do when the two guys who, you know, have destroyed a bunch of movies don't want to be in politics anymore? What are we going to do? It irritates me. People would say that red-haired people don't have souls because we do. We do have souls, all right? And lately, I've been called a ginger, a fat ginger, by everybody at ski. Gingers have souls. I go to church. I'm a Christian. You don't know me. You're not God. <laughs> it pisses me off. Ginger people do have souls, all right? <laughs> Well, <laughs> sorry, you gotta see his videos, man. He just completely loses it, and then you read the commentary, and it, the commentary is vicious. the The comments left, the, it's vicious, which was what Hiram likes the best. It's not vicious; that's accurate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I could spend my entire life and not read that, and maintain a fulfilled life. I could. I could. <laughs> Okay, you guys are children of the 80s. Yes. Well, I was a child in the 80s. You were teenagers in the 80s. It's different. You were a zygote um, in the 80s. I'm a very, um, like the very like last little bit of Generation X. You're Generation what? XY. Eh, not, yeah, they, really, because you're they, right on the no, edge. Yeah, you're, but they didn't really, we didn't get a classification. We didn't. We just got like, we just got thrown in there like... <laughs> Oh, now we're all having sex and having drugs and stuff. We're not. We're 10. <laughs> but um, I have a story behind an album cover you two are very familiar with. Oh, let's hear this. Can one of you describe to me Van Halen's 1984? Oh, it says 1984 across it. No. No, it's the, the baby holding the cigarette in the, the yeah, with the wing. That's actually a, uh, a cherub. Yes. A cherub with yeah. holding the cigarette. Yes. <clears throat> Do you know the story behind it? Not a clue. Okay. Why do you know this, by the way? I'm just looking up stuff. So they <laughs> he go, spends too much time on the internet. Yes. You know what that means? <laughs> it means he's got chafed hands. Now, <laughs> so the art department at Warner Brothers asked asked Van Halen. <laughs> no fluid jokes. That, wasn't, that was not a fluid joke. In fact, that was an anti-fluid joke. <laughs> uh, asked Van Halen what they wanted on their cover. Uh-huh. Apparently, they do that. And <laughs> all David Lee Roth said was. Dancing chrome women. Because he's just a genius. <laughs> Dancing chrome <laughs> women. Yeah. Right, yeah. Which so, actually, if, you, if you've ever seen David Lee Roth, makes a hell of a lot of sense. So the art department brought in this woman called Margot Nahas. And she's an airbrush artist. And she did kind of did like a, a picture of, of a woman who looked like that. It was a, she wasn't dancing, but she was just there, right? And... Um, she had done uh, Stevie Wonder's Journey Through the Secret Life of Plants and Animals. Right. She, yeah. She, so she, she's, you know, did some stuff. So she tried to do this album. She tried to do the chrome dancing women. Never really worked out. So she just finally went, well, here's my portfolio. So you get some ideas from this. And they just saw this and just went, that's it. That's the one. So she had already done it. She just did. It was one of her her Many abstract things, things that yeah. she likes to do, and okay. yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. Now, 
I have the story behind another album cover. Can you? Wait, wait, I, I just want to point out to the listening audience that story had no point whatsoever. Except, but for, a, except for your Van Halen fan. But a so great, thought, but, thought a, like but a great lead up. Well, I thought you'd like it because you're a Van Halen fan. No, I, I appreciate it. I, mean, I, I was just thinking for the listening audience that you know, right. because not all everybody is a Van Halen fan, which is unfortunate. Well, I me, don't know. me being one of them. <laughs> Well, I don't no. like Van Halen, but I, I did for you, Kimball. I appreciate that. I, I enjoyed Van Halen up until the time where they fired uh, uh, Sammy Hagar for the 18th time. They you don't so know the story? No, they did it so many times. <laughs> Can you name me the group that truly rivaled the Beatles in the 1960s? Uh, the Rumbles. In, in, al- <laughs> in album sales. Oh, in album sales? Yeah. In late 60s or early 60s? I would say this is more mid. Uh, we're talking about... Uh, 1965. Okay. Which country are you referring to? America. Oh, then oh, 1965, that would probably be the Beach Boys. And you're wrong. Because that's what you should have said in the first place. Spencer. Why? That I was wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> you should have just said the Beach Boys, and I would have said, no, you're wrong. Well, we, could have, we could have moved on. No, because there was a whole different sound that was being listened to in England, where the Beatles originate. But we only care about America, because where do we live? Well, I Where do we live? Oh, and this from the guy who tells me that nothing TV that comes out of America compares to the BBC. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I'm no, talking Cal music. Four. <laughs> no, I, I, what I'm saying is, if I'm going to talk to you about charts and things like that, I'm going to okay. Speak so you're America. talking uh, uh, Billboard top f- uh, ten or top forty or whatever? Yeah, America '65. Uh, the only other group I can think of is right in 1965 is starting with the uh, Stones. No. Now, <clears throat> would you believe if I told you it was actually Herb? Albert in the T1 Brass. <laughs> I, can, I can believe that being the most sold album in the world. It was... I don't believe it being the number one chart on the radio. No, it, but no, what I'm saying it's the 1960s band that rivaled the Beatles. In sales. In sales. Okay, that I... Yes, that I would... I would ever, now, do you remember the one cover that anyone remembers? T1 and Taxi. <laughs> no. Oh, the, uh, you mean the album? Whipped Cream and Other Delights. The chick who's just there and she's naked, oh, she's covered in whipped cream. Right. Fag, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, mom and dad have that. I know. Upstairs. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. You don't remember. Out of all the albums they have upstairs, that's the one you don't remember? It's the only one I think of. <laughs> oh, because uh, well, for a while they had Alan's original uh, UK White Album, which had Yoko and John. They did? Yes. Oh, well, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the there fun part go. is this there music has nothing to do with that cover at all. <laughs> now, <laughs> and this is the most covered <coughs> song ever. No, no, it, no, no, it, no, it does. It's not. It's not. No, no. It, well, it, you're right. It does. Now, so I'll tell you why. Let me give you the story behind it. Give right? us the story. Okay. The um, Jerry Moss, who is the head of uh, A&M Records, decided, hey, why don't you guys do a food theme? album right so you had whipped cream taste of honey tangerine lollipops and roses da 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 da, da right <laughs> and so and bikinis were in there <laughs> and so what they wanted they wanted a naked woman covered in whipped cream you know whip you know it was very controversial for 1965 yes it was well, i can tell you that okay now 
here's some facts behind this cover, right? Now, one, she wasn't naked. She was wrapped in a towel. Two, wasn't whipped cream, obviously, because whipped cream would have melted under the hot studio lights. It was shaving cream. And three, she was three months pregnant in that, in that <laughs> picture. Can't tell it, but that's probably why her breasts are so big. And Spencer? Here is what has been documented to be the most covered song oh, ever. Man and a Woman. What the hell is this? Girl from Impanema. This is the original oh, recording. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> now, they thought that it was going to get censored. It was going to get rejected by older conservative listeners. Neither of them happened. It sold... When it came out, sold six million copies, which for the time is really huge. You know what that is? That was that must have been triple and platinum then. Most memorable part of that album is the cover. <laughs> like I said, our parents own it. <laughs> yes, they do. Because they're horny old people. Oh come on, dude! <laughs> All right, while we're riding the elevator up. <laughs> Do you know, um, I'm not going to tell the story behind it, but do you know who uh, designed the cover for the Stones' uh, Sticky Fingers? I have no clue. Do you know, do you know the album I'm talking about? Nope. You'd have to give me the... Okay. It's the, it's the, it's the tight jean, dude. Right. And the original, the original album actually had a working zipper on it. <laughs> Uh, but, That's appar- original. But, appar- but apparently it was um, <clears throat> really expensive and actually damaged the record. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> um, uh, Andy Warhol actually did that one. Which, which that makes sense. And uh, again, I don't care because I hate Andy Warhol. I think all this stuff is <laughs> shit. But that's okay. Good anecdote. I also hate Frank Lloyd Wright myself, but that's just me. I also don't like their only styles very much. They have a, they have a few good hits, but I mean they're still touring for crying out loud. Come on, they're touring because they're out of drug money. All they got to do is yeah, they just really, ki- they, they just need to kill Keith, burn him <laughs> to ash, and then smoke the ash. They'll be fine. <laughs> they're saving up money for the rest home. So what the Rolling Stones Memorial Rest Home or <clears throat> the UK Health System won't <laughs> won't actually take care of them. Oh come Sorry. on. You're putting in <laughs> Voltron. We were talking about the 80s. So. <laughs> no, no. That is not unforgivable. <laughs> Voltron's freaking cool. What's wrong with you? I guess I'm a bastard. Were you just a Thundercats guy? <laughs> I can take care <laughs> of that. As a matter of fact, I was. <laughs> That's fine. I, I like Thundercats. Starf was a bastard, though. <laughs> <laughs> Never watched for that. <laughs> Cheetah. You know, we're talking about the 80s. What was your uh, favorite cartoon in the 80s? Like, super, super... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll even throw in early 90s. Because I really did like Gummy Bears. <laughs> no, seriously, Gummy Bears were a fun show. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. <laughs> Actually, if you're going to go... With that, no, don't that, look it up. It's fine. We don't no, no, that. I'm, I'm try, trying to remember the name of, of one of the ones I really liked having... Robotech. No, yeah, that was a classic show there. No, seriously, that was our favorite. We come classic home- show. <laughs> Is that, that a stretch for anime? No, it really, yeah, it really, yeah. really for anime coming into America, it really set new standards. It really is the the. I think the, the greatest American slash anime hybrid, <clears throat> Spectre Gadget. 
Yeah, that was probably close. Because it was, it was like it was enough anime, but enough American, American stuff so that it didn't like make you have epileptic shock. <laughs> <laughs> no, we really, I really enjoyed uh, watching. The thing was, everybody watched Robotech because it was like the it was the preteens soap opera. And everybody, seriously, they were talking about it at lunch every day. Like, can you believe what's going to happen next? Hold on. Ah, Okay, in marriage. That That was a great show. Yeah, that is. And Peaking the Brain was flawlessly funny. Yeah. Uh, Dexter's Lab. Yeah. Dexter's Lab was another great one. You know, I watched watched an episode recently because it was just on Cartoon Network for some reason. Uh, It just wasn't as enjoyable as when I was 12. (laughs) It's funny how that happens. Like sort of like Ren and Stimpy. No, no, no. The no, first no. two seasons. seasons are great. <laughs> no, I, even I, even at four I, years I've, old, they're still great. I've watched them recently, and I was like, uh, I mean, come on, they were, they were the pretty, Sword Swallower. <laughs> like, were, I mean, no, I'm saying they're they're still. The, I think the greatest episode of that one is is when the uh, that military dude puts him in the dog show. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that one. I mean, that one still was funny to me, and just how. You know how crazy he got, and well, and the other one where um, they go to the kid's house who's sick, and he freaks out because they're doing like normal things, like going to the bathroom and stuff. He starts going, <laughs> and the dad freaks out on him. Stuff like that. It's very surreal. We, we get a killer. We can, we can fade out. Best just, show ever. Uh, I'm just waiting for you to bring in the "Don't Whiz on the Electric." Fan. That's the full scene song that's playing there. Yeah, that, is, that or that is it's log. It's, it's, okay, it's it's the long version. I should have gone for the shorter version. Well, that's the one on the CD. What I still own. <laughs> well, that's okay. I own the no, Animaniacs. I'm, no, I'm just uh, <clears throat> no. I'm not saying it's a bad show now. I'm just saying I don't enjoy it as much as I did when I was say 13. Stimpy. Oh, you like this game? Oh yeah, Red. Okay, we can. Yeah, it's fine. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about we got nothing to say. It's the end of the gear. It's just no. Well, actually, I do have kind of a funny little story. Wanted, hey, how do you, you I, shut this hey, off? How, how can you hate the Megaplex anyway? Why do I hate the Megaplex? Yeah, why do you hate the Megaplex? Cause, okay, because you Facebook that you had the worst experience. It is the worst Whoa, theater experience I've ever had. Ever had? Yes. Come on. And I've been in some pretty bad theaters. I've been to great theaters, but. That pioneer. you went to a midnight show of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. On that fact alone, doesn't matter what the theater no, was like. Never. You saw such a terrible <laughs> film that that should be your worst experience ever. I did see that, but I did not see it at a midnight showing. Bull. No, I did not. Bull. They didn't even have midnight showings back then. I'm thinking of Dead Poet Society in the theater where the air conditioning was broken because the theater was from like 19. Oh my hell, this is old. Yeah, the Electric Theater, and we also saw a freaking Robin Hood there, and it sucked. Oh yeah, no, actually, it was Robin Hood. The AC was busted. And it was like 115 degrees yeah. outside, it was and we're just the like summer. we're like like just sitting there pouring drinks on ourselves to keep cool watching the movie. I actually don't remember that. Yeah, of course, I because do. because you're blocking. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> you're blocking these things. And I'm telling you, you've had worst experience. Now. Fine. Why was it? So whoa, 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 no, no, whoa, I'm not whoa. saying you had a bad experience. What, what, we'll get into that. One other, I'm not saying it's not your worst. I'm saying that's an over exaggeration on your part. Okay. One other shit. Since my adulthood, that is the worst. Doesn't matter. No, 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 no. You can't say since this. You can't qualify it now. Sure, because I, I blocked because, out. Because, I because, mentally blocked just, out everything no, no, no. from my first marriage before. Just because I shot you down this part. <laughs> Malta, like, the incredible melting man. Now, that was great. Scared the hell out of me. Well, you were <clears throat> six years old. 
No, I'm saying don't qualify it because I proved you wrong. But you can have a bad experience, fine, and that's fine. fine. And you can have the worst I, experience of the year. That's fine. That would be okay. Definitely the worst now, experience. Now, of the why? Year. Well, okay, a couple things. First because of all, I like this theater. I like the theater we went to. That was the most disgusting theater I've ever walked into. The lobby was disgusting. What are you How, talking about? Did you look at the floor? The theater on Jans. What are you talking about? That thing was was reesty. Uh. Thousand Oaks, Jans Road, yeah, the, the old Melody Theater. No, yeah. I mean, no, no, that, there, there's the Jans. That was sticky walking yeah, the Melody, Well, the there's Melody. Melody and then there's the Jans Theater. They're actually two you different ever been ones. in the balcony at the Melody Theater? <laughs> yeah, actually, I loved it. Wow. It was great. What are you talking about? That was awesome. <laughs> he liked that sticky feeling walking in. <laughs> he was <laughs> so enthusiastic when he said, oh, yeah, I loved it back there when nobody could see me. <laughs> and I did things. And I did things. I did evil things. I mix up this bag no, I, I, no, I mean, I'll give you that it was kind of dirty for a later show, but what are you supposed, they're supposed to do? I mean, it's a busy no, well, day yeah. after Christmas day. They're going to have people everywhere. That, can, now, I'm, judging what my experience is, because I go to the Hurricane Theater all the time. Why? I live right next to it. And I'll give you this. That's a very clean theater because not a lot of people go there, so they have time to clean that crap it's up also, all the time. It's also uh, less expensive to go to that theater all the way around. Yeah. The con- but you didn't pay for the ticket, so you can't bitch about that. No, but I did pay for the popcorn and drink, which, and this is my sticking point. And this is, call me fat guy, I don't care. It's an extra $2 for the jumbo sized popcorn and two drinks. Go to Hurricane for two bucks less, you get thrown in two jumbo candies. But they also put monkeys in. And that's why it's the worst experience. <laughs> No, no, no. $2 and some popcorn on the floor. No, what, made it, what made it the worst experience for me was the two jackasses that were shoving their feet in between me and Shane all the entire time. Well, why didn't you ask them to stop? I kept on punching their leg. Why <laughs> didn't you stand up and clearly say, could you please stop doing that? My wife will not let me make scenes anymore. No. What, what I'm saying, couldn't you do it without making a scene? No. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, by the time I was that pissed, no. No, no. But what I'm saying is that... Is not the theater's fault. No, that is human fault. The theater itself, is, in terms of, and I got snotty attitude from the guy that was giving me the popcorn and everything. I really did. He was like, "Oh, you want the jumbo?" I mean, looking at you just got who's serving this really cute chick. The same thing, exactly the same thing. And my wife and I come up, and of course, I'm looking like Gigantog going. Burr, burr, burr. I would like the large popcorn combo, please. With butter. Extra butter. <laughs> Guess what Chris go back there. <laughs> and the dude's just like, right, okay, I'll get you the extra butter, fatty. No, what, I, what I'm saying is, do you think you're reading a little bit to it, into it? No. Because I heard fatty underneath his breath. See, now okay, you're embellishing maybe, it. Now you're embellishing it. Now I know you're lying. Now I know you're lying. That's what I'm just saying. It's, it cannot be you. I'm I trying have, to make it comedic for the podcast, damn it. <laughs> but, but you don't have to lie. No, and, no, it's just the attitude I was getting from there. But I did have some of the greatest pre-show entertainment ever. Because there was a total, before you two showed up, there was this total douchebag grandfather bringing his whole family. They were, these were the guys that were sitting on the top row behind us. Okay. I mean, I really didn't look by. I kind of saw him, yeah. <laughs> He's, he comes walking in the theater. His whole family's sitting down. 
And he starts yelling at his three boys as loud as he can, get your butt down here and help me bring in the popcorn and, and drinks. It was great. The guy is just... Uh, he, yeah, just uh, all cranky. All cranky, yes. old man, just obnoxious. And dad, if, dad would never do that. He would just go, and bring yeah, us over yeah. now. Now, this guy yells out by name, like three kids. <laughs> Everyone's looking around like, shut the hell up. Oh, hey, speaking of which, I got to... Um Sit next to your other the uh, the other side nephew, Zach. Yeah, the the fatherless. Now, Zach the fatherless. Be nice. That is nice. His no, father died. No, yes. No, it's not. <laughs> that classifies it as not. No, nice. I did not call him the pastor because he knows who his father is. I'm just saying he does not have a dad now. <gasps> wow. So, texture <laughs> just as, dropped in here. As, <laughs> It was like we were trying to give him just like our hand, and he took the shovel out of our other hand and went, no, 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 no. Let me dig a few inches more. Um, Inches? I was going for feet. Now, how old is he? Oh, I believe he's 13. Because he could easily pass for 55. Oh. What is with that kid? He looks so – the only other kid that I've ever known who looks that old is you go back and watch – Watch Mary Poppins, that little boy kid. Every time he smiles, he's like, I am Ivan. I mean, it is like scary. You got Baby Herman there? <laughs> no, 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 no. Baby no. Herman is looked like a baby. <laughs> oh, no, but I'm just saying that the whole, hey, give me a touch. No. When, no, when Zach was, like when Zach baby, was one, Baby Herman was easily half his size. The kid <laughs> just came out huge and got bigger. I mean, no, what, no, no, no. But that's... That's not giving it justice. I mean, he's a big kid. I'm not going to say he's obese or anything. No, I do want to say But his facial features, he looks like a really mad old guy. And he, he wears just, and he wears those like like fedora. Justin Timberlake fedoras that doesn't help him any. He looks like he's a midget with a, some sort of thyroid problem. No, no. He, what he actually what he reminded me of was when he was walking by me. I uh, honestly looked over and went, "I didn't know Billy Joel was here." <laughs> now I do have to give in case he ever hears this or anybody else does. He's actually a really really cool kid. But yeah, <laughs> no, I don't have any I don't have any problems with him. It's just the just, way he looks. He just, Does that sound good? <laughs> <laughs> and you thought my bastard joke was bad. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying. No, he just, yes, he we, looks, we know you're calling yourself a douche. We understand. <laughs> he, he looks super old. And it's just, it's okay. It's I can say well, it because I'm an a-hole. It's, it's the fedora. It really yeah, is the fedora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he had just a baseball cap, at least well, actually, he, 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 he'd, the, he'd be at least Ashton Kutcher. I, ironically enough, the fedora was a Christmas gift he just started wearing this week. Yeah, next I week. I thought I saw him in some sort of fedora-like thing during Halloween. That was for his costume. Well, it was for his, like, yeah, it was Ga- you went gangster. So and next week it'll be I the overcoat. No, when I say gangster, I mean like 1950s gangster. Or Tokyo Drift gangster. <laughs> yeah, Tokyo <laughs> Drift. He went Tokyo yeah. Drift. There we go. <laughs> because that's more modern. See how he brought that all around? Yes, yes. That was a nice little ellipse that we made. Very circle of life. Very <laughs> No, it wasn't, it, wasn't even, it wasn't an ellipse. It was not a circle. And the reason why I make a circle. <laughs> so you can jerk. <laughs> right to the, yeah, Coriolis. <laughs> Elton John, circle. Rin, yeah. He rinse guys. Why? <laughs> why are you guys looking at me while you're making a, a circle with your finger and he's like spouting off stuff that I guess kicked never or never get on the actual airwaves? That's true. There's going to be a lot of beeping. What? <laughs> Cornelius. No, you yelled out. You yelled out. Circle. Freaking. You know what you said. I did not say jerk after that. 
What did you say then? I just said circle and then made the motion. No, no you said you it. Said it. You, said it. You, you said it. You think you didn't say it. You said no, it. Well, I thought it was yeah, listen to this later. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if I did, I don't care. Well, we know that. <laughs> so uh, since we have another topic to go to, my wife started talking about buying a new brush, and she asked me, what kind of brush would you like for your hair? <laughs> Now, for those who don't know, a, I... A rag. Yes. A rag. I am bald. Are you talking about your body hair now? <laughs> That's what I asked. I asked, what do you want to do? Get a curry brush? And she didn't think that was particularly funny. But <laughs> I couldn't believe. She's like, yeah, I, I, I want to get a new brush for the bathroom, and uh, I just want your input on what you should... I'm like, I don't care. My hair's short. It, what hair I have is short. The rest of it is non-existent. I mean, you've been, like, going bald since what, 16, 17? I had a bald spot when, as a 16-year-old, yes. And then my kind brother over here would remind me at every occasion <laughs> that I had a bald spot by pretending to buff the bald spot whenever he was behind me. <laughs> oh, yes, mercilessly. <laughs> did, did you ever rub it and go, I wish... <laughs> well, the problem is I knew I couldn't get away fast enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, what he liked to do was go... Yes. <laughs> usually, oh, hey, usually I, I want to say something real quick. I want to say I know we're at a one hour, but I'm going to tell you one last thing here. Well, we can go two hour. The last time we talked, you guys were pretty ruthless on my friends, but which no, we weren't well, ruthless. Uh, but my friends were never Nick Hollister <laughs> and Peter Freeman. Okay, what's wrong with Peter? Well, what's with Peter? <laughs> Like, don't give me the look. What the hell is wrong with Seriously. you? Seriously. What? Peter was a great guy. It was. He is. was? He's not dead. <laughs> not yet. No, okay. We will have the Peter. I'm not saying, I'm not saying Peter's death. awful. I'm not saying Peter's awful. I'm just saying he's as strange as my friends were. Peter had his idiosyncrasies, yes. But I'm just saying, I, th- I thought you dealt with my friends a little bit harshly when you hung out with Nick. I never I'll, hung I'll, out. I'll, 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 I'll I never that. hung I'll out with a Nick. <laughs> I will not dispute this a because Nick. you make it sound like it's it's a, uh, an infection. <laughs> he wow. had a few. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, would have to go with more than a few. <laughs> he married one, at least. Yeah, one? the first one. The first yeah. one with it. Yes. I can't speak of the woman he's married to next. I don't know her. Actually, Sarah seems like a very, she seems very, very nice. Yeah, I met her at the the band reunion. She's actually a really nice lady. At the what now? Could you explain what that was? Because I didn't hear that. Band reunion. No, no, no. You got to be specific. High school marching band reunion. <laughs> I did not attend. Though you were invited. I was invited because you were also in band. <laughs> yes, and I was also a marching band geek. Awesome. Hey, at least I was a member of the Glee Club. Don't look at me like I was or something. You were in the band. What do you... <laughs> you. <laughs> we never played this. Though our rival high school did march to this. My senior year. This is really great background music. This is... Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <Ba-ba-da>. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, seriously, uh, we're, uh, we did marching field shows, competitions. Our, my senior year, we did Les Miserables. I like how he's going on like it's going to get better. <laughs> well, no, it actually does because Thousand Oaks High School, our rival, seriously did 
Super Mario Brothers as their marching band piece. And it, it was a pretty good arrangement, just really not field show material. Disagree. Have you seen some of the YouTube videos of the people who've done it? And they do the whole, like, Mario jumping around and stuff? It's pretty amazing. Well, it didn't happen back then. And we're talking about high school. <laughs> we're not talking about march, uh, college marching band. Not that we ever indulged in such a thing. We went to a junior college without a marching band. Try to get it up and going, actually, but unfortunately, they didn't have the budget for it. <laughs> Nor any enthusiasm. <coughs> that, too. I mean, what, 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 I mean, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of um, bigger colleges can pull in, I don't know, some jack for that, but our local college here is really like on the... It's not so much the college as the environment here. And the administration. Well, no, no I mean, the, there's, we live in Utah. Northern Utah has a couple of really large high schools that have actual field marching programs. The rest of the state does not do field shows. They, they're, to them, marching band is only marching on a street which is a very small part of, of an, a marching program. It's actually the easiest part. Um, and it's, ju- it's just the environment that's here. Whereas in Southern California, where we grew up, marching band is part no, of... No, it's huge. Yeah, it's, yeah you know, it's not just huge. I mean, it's... When I, when I was living I there, got my Letterman jacket in... March in band, yes. <laughs> me too. Yay, me. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it for that look. No, when I was living down there, I, uh, I went to my... My wife's cousins like band because it was big. I mean, you're in high school, like you know, they, yeah. do the, they do the shows. And Which no. high school did you go to? Did you go I, see I have no idea. It's, it's near Northridge. Well, it could have been Northridge High. Probably, probably, probably Northridge. Are they they Scots over there? I think he was yeah. killed. Yeah, uh, there. Now, they, did you go traditional or <laughs> fill the breeze I, between? I do. I do whatever. Whenever <laughs> I can. Um, can we go back to celebrity deaths real quick? Sure. Why not? Because we like to um, big f you to Ravi Shankar for ruining George Harrison's music. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, every t- every, every, every like good Beatles album is ruined by a sitar freaking song by George Harrison. Now, is it every just the sitar or George Harrison and the sitar. Well, the song that George does is okay, but then. Wow, this I I, I looked at some sitar and it starts out with bells. What the hell? That's is that? a marimba. Yeah. So like last. Well, because if, if, if the worst song on Pepper is "Within You Without You," so, yeah. Uh, Taxman has one as well, or not Taxman, but uh, Revolver. What was it? There's there's a there's a full on sitar song on Revolver. There is. Song. There's yeah. also one on uh, Abbey Road. And uh, is there one on Abbey Road? No, not Abbey Road. It's a Magical Mystery Tour. That sounds about right. Yeah. Sitarna Dirigidio. <coughs> and then we um, we were talking about Dave Rubeck last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like, like Dave Brubeck was like, um, I saw a really good memorial. He, 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 was like, he was like the guy that made everyone want to play jazz. You know what I'm saying? Well, I saw a really great memorial written to him from uh, Chick Corea, who's just huge in the jazz, the jazz world, and really cited him as being his mentor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know I've, and I've heard a lot of different stories like that. I, I, I think I'd be most sad, I'll be most sad when Mos Allison finally dies. Yeah. Because I love Mos Allison. Um, Herbert Lum, 
died. He was in the Pink, original Pink Panther, not the Steve Martin best. <laughs> no, you're, you're talking about the uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. Yeah. Peter Sellers being super duper amazing. Uh, Joe South. He was a um, he was a song, singer songwriter. I'm sorry. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan. That was a big one. Yes. Yeah. You know, from Green Mile, and uh, well, he's done a million things. But my favorite, really, my favorite of, thing of, that of, our, during, of the current of, of the newest generation. He really <coughs> talk about natural born chops for acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just he could he could have and he could grab the the stage on anything. What I liked about when, when he died, the the. Yeah. 24 Hours of USA, Green Mile. <laughs> no, no, no. I had, like, Michael Dark Cl- Clark Duncan dies, but they had the another black actor up there, if I can't remember his name. Now. <laughs> oh, that's... Was it, was actually, it? wasn't it Seal? No, it wasn't Seal. It was... Uh, Seal's not a black actor. I know he's oh, not an actor, who's the but... Dude, who's the dude who I was, was... He was... He, he was the boss in Pulp Fiction. I think it was him. And it was, like, the boss... He was Kingpin in Daredevil. Oh, oh, um, right. If you didn't see Daredevil, good job. Um, actually, who you're talking about did play Kingpin yeah, on yeah. Daredevil. Really? Yeah. Yes. That was actually Michael Clark. That was, yeah. That was. Hmm? I, 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 I have very little memories. I liked it. You liked Daredevil? You're an idiot. <laughs> the only reason why I saw Daredevil is because there was a riff tracks for it. <laughs> um, the only reason why I saw it was for the chick that played Elektra. Oh, dude, I'm, she is so freaky looking. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says, all right? She, her cheekbones are like basically next to her eye sockets. Wasn't even washing and the face. The Letra movie sucked. No, it did, I'm, but oh. I was just all for the chicken leather. <laughs> as long as you got that bar way up there. <laughs> yep. Trust me, there's better looking chicks in leather. Uh, the puppeteer for I have the to count agree. died. You know that? For who? Who, played, who did the count? The, on Sesame uh, Street. Yeah, oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, and the guy that plays Elmo is now out. <laughs> I'll stop. And, and touching children everywhere. <laughs> Inspiring, I mean. Inspiring movies of the week. <laughs> I, w- I wonder why not. Because, you know, cele- celebrities goes in, go, go in threes, you know? Yeah. When, when the count guy died, he went... One, <laughs> two, uh, 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 right. uh, 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 Phyllis Diller died this year. Yeah, you know, that, that's when I, I got mixed emotions on that one. Well, because she's so hot. <laughs> Guilty. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> no, I mean, Phyllis Diller is one of those people who's like, she's just like always been there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Since the beginning of time. <laughs> Well, and occasionally she was actually truly funny. No, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, not everything she did was knock out of the park, but yeah. She See, I think with Joseph, some great I mean, they, they found her first script, Chiseled in Stone, and it was amazing. <laughs> she played for, she, she she played came, for Moses. She, she came down <laughs> off Mount Sinai. Uh, Tony Scott killed himself, I guess, apparently. I don't know. Who? <laughs> you know Rid- Ridley Scott's brother? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What did he do? Um, he did. A, he did a bunch of 
crap like with his brother and stuff. He did stuff with his brother, and he had a bunch of, of B B minor hits. He but did Top never. Gun. He did Top Gun. Exactly, B minor. B minor. B minor, hits. B minor, hits. B minor that was a huge hit. I mean, it, the movie sucks, but it was a huge <laughs> hit in the eighties. Yeah. Now, the only thing that was redeeming about Top Gun is uh, is uh, uh, the guy who plays Goose. Um, Oh crap! I, I know, know you're talking about. I can't remember. Anthony. Yeah, Anthony might. Yeah, yeah. Not Anthony Michael. No, Hall. no. It's uh, Green. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Green. Anthony Green. Is yeah, that his name? No, something like that. Revenge of the Nerds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all I know. <laughs> well, because I I got to sit down. Dad, of course, took me to work on uh, Top Gun for a couple of months in the summer, and he was one of those guys that you just sat down and chat with you. You know, so was Anthony Michael Hall, by the way. Yeah. Well, the story I remember is uh, Kelly McGillis's last day on set afterwards, Dad's riding back with her on the bus back to the hotel, and she's going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I did this. This thing is going to blow. This is, this is a career, career killer. And they were all blown away. For her, away. right, it was. <laughs> well, they were, they were all blown away that, the, that the, the, the film was as good as it was. And she said later, it was because of the editing. That's what saved it because the script sucked. Oh, it you got to watch uh, the riff tracks for it. Amazing. Well, <laughs> the funny thing about it is, though, uh, the last I was on set for the last day, and uh, Dad, being the funny guy that he is, uh, <clears throat> one of the total tools in Hollywood, uh, Val Kelmer, uh, he was in the cockpit, and every time that Dad had to do something uh, between takes in the cockpit, on the cockpit. You know, I'm going to take exception to that. What? By the way, why? Valkymer's cool, man. You well? No, no. Maybe when he started out, he was kind of a tool. No, he. Well, okay. On Top but, Gun, he was a tool. But I've heard some very nice stories of him after that. <laughs> okay. After this, perhaps. What after the Saint when he was trying to revive his career? <laughs> hey, the Saint was cool. Actually, no, I, I love that no, show. I, I did. This. I love this, and Saint. I really wish that, that his hope of it becoming a, a sequential, yeah, franchise and sequential movies, I, it would have been really well. And now he's the Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> he's really kind of chunked out, too. That's all. That was the joke. Oh. Thank you. Well, thank you for you. I thought you were stuff. talking about like yeah. putting it. He's doing a piece. different podcast somewhere <laughs> else in space. I'm way over here. Oh, you had to go and grab. No, you had to tell the story while this is playing. All right. Let's Those are the rules. Go. Actually, give me the Top Gun theme. Yes. So it's the last. Sounds like a cat being last day. <laughs> so we're doing the last uh, the last day. And every time that yeah, this is it. So every time that we're <laughs> every time that Dad has got to uh, in between takes have to fix something inside this co- uh, cockpit on a gimbal. Uh, Velcamer and his buddy is squirting water that's supposed to be on their face. Uh, yeah, you have to play with this now. Well, I forgot the bass was still cranked up. <laughs> I wish you had cameras for this. Iron <laughs> makes the sickest air ukulele. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's the air guitar hero. Anyway, on with the story. <laughs> uh, so Val Kilmer has a squirt bottle to squirt on his face to simulate being sweaty. And every time they open up the cockpit, and it takes about 15 to 20 minutes to open up this cockpit, uh, pull it on the crane, pull it up. They, they'll squirt Dad in the face while he's in there trying to fix something, and then have to lower this cockpit back down, the canopy, and crank it back down and do another take. Well, Dad is had enough, and he tells me, "Hey, Spencer, why don't you go over and we will and go plug in a mole gun?" 
So I go grab a Mulgun. Mulgun is a fogger that has the nastiest smoke in it. So he uh, has me plug this in. Somebody running a marathon somewhere? <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> you should see the video. <laughs> this has got some huge hair. Yeah, that's straight on 1986. Anyway, uh, so finally, last take here. Cut. That's a wrap. So dad tells uh, this kid, Mike, okay, go put in a couple pumps. So he goes, and they have this air conditioner in that blowing fresh air into the cockpit so these guys don't die. He starts taking the mole gun and starts pumping and pumping and pumping and pumping and pumping and pumping and pumping. To the point where these guys with their helmets on are less than two inches away from the the canopy of the cockpit, and we can't see them inside of this uh, cockpit. They're breathing this nasty ass smoke, and uh, takes them, Dad's taking his sweet time to, <laughs> to do the, undo the canopy to get them out of there. Finally, the canopy comes up, smoke pours out, and there's Valcamer just going, "Okay, yep, yep, you got me." Two weeks or a couple months later, uh, 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 it's on Carson. Yeah, not Val Kilmer's on Carson. It's uh, Anthony. What's his name? Anthony uh, Green. Is, I don't think it's Green. I don't I, think it's Green either. But I we'll, think Dr. I think he played Doctor Green on ER. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> what it, that's what it is. <laughs> but uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, do the IMDb so I can find out who the hell this yeah, guy is. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. He's on Carson and starts relating the story of what Dad did to Val Kilmer. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Green was close. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Anthony Edwards is telling Carson, you know, don't screw the effects guys because this will happen. Fast forward to ER. He, uh, Noah Wiley is screwing around with the effects guy and Anthony Edwards pulls him aside and goes, no, 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 dude, you don't want to do this. It relates to the story of what happens to uh, Val Kilmer. Noah Wiley that night then goes is on with not Carson, but now it's Jay Leno and relates the exact same thing, the original, you know, the original gag that dad did. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Edwards pulling him aside and putting his arm around him, going, Yeah, just don't screw with the effects guys because they will get you. It will hurt every <laughs> time. Uh, who else died? Horshack died. Horshack. Oh, Ar- Louis Armstrong. Uh, no, no, you're, you're right. Uh, no, I said Horshack, and he went to Louis Armstrong. What? No, uh, I was thinking. Welcome back, uh, Carter. <laughs> Carter. Yeah, and the, Not what Carter, the, Cotter. Cotter, Mr. Cotter. No, the get. What happened is, uh, in my mind, I got the uh, image of Booger from uh, uh. Revenge of the Nerds stuck in my head. No. Oh. Chariots of Fire. <laughs> you should say the whole time you're, you're telling the story and then you're just going on into this thick running. <laughs> this is the worst movie. Oh, it's so I never actually watched the movie. The it's problem, so uninspirational. But, like, well, not only that, but it's so long. But this arrangement has you know this great keyboard, but it starts out with this really cheesy 80s keyboard. Yeah, it's that whole bass. The funniest thing about the Olympics was uh, they did uh, they like played the song. And uh, Ron Atkinson was there, and it was like he was playing that. <laughs> the whole, and he shows him like the whole song, just like depressed. Just like, oh, shoot me now. And then, um, oh, Morgan uh, Paul. He, he was in Blade Runner. 
Oh, oh, right, was, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Oh, what was? It? Anyway, he. I mean, he was in Patton, U.S. Marshal, just lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Lucky. And then the king of the character actors died. What was his name? Oh, he just died. Crap. Oh. Paul Krug- Nah, I know, um, but uh, did uh, Charles Durning? Yeah, that's who I was thinking. Oh, right, right, dude. This guy's got an incredible story. I didn't know about the whole <laughs> World War Two and. Actually, speaking of which, uh, one of oh, one of, what about Ernest Borgnine, man? <laughs> now there's a guy who's been in almost yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, pe- most people our age know him from uh, Airwolf. But his career no, before no, no. that is way... Mermaid Man, Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. That's why everyone knows it, bro. Yeah, I'm sure that's what they're looking at. <laughs> um, I, actually, my, the one I was saddest about this year was Andy Griffith. And not for his show. But for his singing of his theme song. <laughs> um, his first film, A Face in a Crowd, God. is so amazing. It really is It good. was... Honestly, it's one. Of, it's up there, my top three favorite films. Oh, come on, everybody older than us just miss him because of Matlock. That's that too. <laughs> no, I mean, but that um, that movie should just be, I mean, immortalized because that was his first film role. Too. It really, and it is a, and a really so interesting movie to watch. Patricia Neal and freaking Walter Matthau's in it. Oh, it's, Patty O'Neill uh, died this year too. Did she? Yes. I missed that. Yeah, she died this year because uh, the reason why I know that is because she's in my favorite film of all time, uh, In Harm's Way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Um, Nora Ephron died. She's a screenwriter, slipped in Seattle, and thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> now we won't. You know, I actually did. I remember I saw an interview that had been done with her like three years before she passed away. And her secret to her career, and she openly admits this, is she finds a director, finds a sensitive point of something that's happened recently in the director's life, and exploits it to write a script that she hopes can get made. Yeah, horrible. So, horrible. So, so, sort of like the, um, the lady who wrote The Help. Yeah. Yeah, all she did was just steal somebody else's life, and she got, the person got screwed. <laughs> well, like Sleepless in Seattle, the director... His wife had just died. I, so <laughs> you got mail. The director just finally got on AOL or something. Or? Oh, you know who else? You know what else made me sad? That's the same chick. Uh, Frank Caddy, Sam Drucker, Ooh. as the uh, general store owner on Green Acres. Cheers, yep, I like that show. I used to watch Nick at Night a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> really? <laughs> a lot of sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, of course, Robin Gibb. Finally, two down, one to go, right? <laughs> wow. You know I'm right. I'm actually surprised you haven't pulled out the calendar and asked us to put in five bucks. Uh, Donna Summer. That's too bad. Cause you go on with that sentence because were you going to say I, you had some sort of weird fantasy? No, no, no. I... Uh, <laughs> I actually kind of enjoyed having, uh, you know, listening to beautiful songs. <laughs> Disgusting songs. Well, realize who our mother is and realize what era I grew up with her listening to the radio. Rick D's in the morning <laughs> used to play this garbage all yeah, the time. Okay, second saddest. I mean, I don't really miss Sam Trucker, but <laughs> second saddest, 
Donald Duck done. Basis for the Goose Brothers. Yeah, Brother I Rock. would definitely. Yeah. I mean, talk about. I mean, he worked with, uh, for, with Booker T. Tons with Booker T. Yeah. And just Muddy Waters, Eric Clapton. This guy was a freaking bassist legend. This guy's uh, freaking awesome. Speaking of which, who was the uh, bass player that. Uh, that used to play at Disneyland all the time. Wasn't bass player. He was a guitar player. Oh, that's it. Um, everybody knew him as Eddie. Eddie or not Eddie? Um, yeah, Eddie. Eddie. Um, I can't remember his real last name. This dude. I, He's played on every jazz album ever. First time I took my kids to Disneyland, and I'd it'd been like ten years since I'd been, which is unfortunate because <laughs> we're you know like fanatical in our family about Disneyland. We'd gone into my favorite restaurant, which is um, the Blue Bayou. It having to be raining and outside. And he sits right outside. And because it was raining outside, he came inside and was up on this upper deck. And it's just him, a guitar. Oh, and so he's on the balcony of Club 33? Uh-huh. Nice. And he's just up there riffing for like That's an cool. hour. And so I, my son was asking about him because he was getting into music. And I, and I asked the waiter about him. Or not Eddie, it was Ernie Ernie. That's Ernie, it. yeah, that's right. And um, he said yeah, that he was originally hired by Walt Disney. And he was actually originally hired to, um, to do some banjo work. And he just got, kept getting asked to come in more and more, and they finally just made him a regular. But you go back through the recording history of all recordings. He's like on the first recording ever yeah. uh, that, that had guitar music with it. And every major guitar movement of different uh, playing styles from the time recording the, yeah, started. Yeah, this guy's there. He was yeah he was every major movement up, up until you, you get to metal. He didn't go th- to there, but jazz-wise. He was on everything. Anyway, he passed away. It was this last year or the year before. It was, it was this year. Was it this year? It was this year. And uh, in fact, you know, it's, they were supposed to be putting some kind of tribute up over in New Orleans Square for him. Well, that's the thing is for years. I mean, this guy is in his eighties, and just this the, this corner there, he for years would just sit there and play on the corner, and he just show up with the guitar and, and just riff forever. The guy's incredible. Let's see if I can find some of his music. I don't know if I have it with me. Oh, MCA. Beastie Boys. Yes. Cancer. (laughs) Wasn't he a, like, horrific smoker? I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure he did, but I don't think it was. Uh, Oh, my lung. But, uh, Uh. no, he, uh, Hello Nasty, man. That was was my favorite album. Uh, Actually, it was a good album. It was a very good album. And quite uh, groundbreaking for its time. Oh, oh! How could you? How could Ernest, you? How, how, sorry, how could sorry. You, Ernie, Ernie's real name is Ernest McLean. How could you overlook Dick Clark? Finally, <laughs> I mean, because he looked like a zombie last New Year's. I mean, he looked a zombie. I mean, they propped him up with just like two by fours in the back. No, no, no. He had a whole audio uh, animatronic thing going on there. And Ryan, I'm really uh, grateful for you being you know, here. He was, he was basically <laughs> Jacob Marley with the, <laughs> with the bandage around his jaw. Uh, Mike Wallace. Mike, Mike Wallace, Wallace, yes, that is. This is uh, Ernest, Ernest McLean. Oh, Mike Hossack from the Doobie Brothers, the drummer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, if you've ever been to Disneyland... You will remember this kind of tune, you know, just like oh, that. this guy was always just, playing. Just, he just sit there and riff very quietly in the background. I have a never, pod- ma- never made a big deal. No, and he, he just he was fun to watch. And fun to listen. If, and later, later years when we'd come and he'd be out there, we'd listen to him. When he get, we'd, he'd get between songs, my kid would walk up to him and he just 
open up, have great conversations, okay. just as nice as could be. I would say the most important guy, one of the most important men died this year, Ralph McQuarrie, was the conceptual designer for Star Wars. Oh. The reason why Star Wars was, looks the way it does. It's, but, and for E.T., Close Encounters. If uh, I could do just <laughs> oh and you know just amazing. If I, I could I have just half that, that talent. Oh, definitely. Because well, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm joining that particular world in movies this year. But the uh, I just bought a for Christmas. I got that uh, Star Wars through the years. Oh, right. Oh, cool. And uh, the, you know, I got, you go, I got you, the Star Wars Legos book. <laughs> you get to you get to the beginning of just like the beginning years of trying to make it work, and it's just. He has a quote where it's just like, I was meant for this film. Like, I was meant to be here. Mm-hmm. And you look at those first conceptual art, and it's just beautifully done. It's Especially the, uh, the, the conceptual art for uh, C-3PO, the totally void face yeah. that's all golden. And, and it's a, just a beautiful post. I wish I could get that as a piece of artwork. And I would just say, um, also one of the most important people who died, obviously, Davy Jones of the Monkees. <laughs> no, you know I brought that up for, to my girl, my family, and the girls are like, "But he's immortal." For a ba- for a band that was put together as a TV show, the music they made well, actually it was, was really it was, it was the music. American. Um, it was the first. It, it was the, the American first, like um, manufacturer it was the, to the Beatles. Yeah, they were trying to make the Be- They were trying well, to commercially like, make. They're right. trying to commercially make the Beatles, and they failed. <laughs> Well, they they, the had musical, a, they had success on their own in their own style in in version. I'm not They're, saying they didn't have any success. No, I'm there's just, just no way that you can't compete with what the Beatles were doing in in America. You just can't. That 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 was such a new sound when they came from across the other side of the pond, and they were beloved. There's just no way to get around it. Uh, I lost a bet this year. Oh yeah. Um, hey. Because. <laughs> Uh, Whitney Houston died, and not at the hands of Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's almost a year. It, uh, she what? Yeah, February will be a year, and everyone's still all sad about it. Well, I think. Um, in fact, did you see the news she, this week? I think she also also still reeks of booze and coke too. What, to this day? She like, didn't if, have to be involved. If if, if, if you <laughs> if you walk over her grave, you just say, oh, is that Jaeger? <laughs> Actually, did you hear? I'll uh, tell you what, though, she had the best um, national anthem ever sung. Yes, ever and, sung. and, and uh, ninety was it ninety two or ninety three? It, it was like the world 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 series. No, it was stop it. Well, I was living in Vegas. At the time. Oh shoot! Was, I'm sorry. This reminds me of a story when I was in college. And I got to just play for a minute for this story. We're doing a show, and they didn't have real wireless headsets to communicate between the the booth and backstage. They had these crappy Radio Shack VHF wireless headsets. Oh, I remember those things. So, we're it was right when this movie came out, and we're you know we're, we're leading up to halftime or halftime intermission. <laughs> Please tell me you're doing the 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 first operate so, show. No, so we get, no, it's Oklahoma. Well, close enough. Okay, and we get up to the intermission. Curtain goes down. Audience lights goes go up, and we're resetting for for the second half of the show. And suddenly we get this cut in on on our radios. Somebody planted a bug that was the same frequency 
in some girl's apartment near the college. <laughs> and it's all these girls. You can hear them getting ready for a date or you know, a bunch of dates. This is playing on the radio, and it gets to right here, and all these girls are screeching this oh. <laughs> And we're just on the floor oh. dying. <laughs> Worst awful thing to hear, oh, and you so can't and you can't shut this. Worst thing. I thing. wish I could have recorded it. That's classic right there. Uh, Don Cornelius Soul Train. No, no, but you know, oh, there's so still bad. there's there's, yeah. a, there's still one more thing on on uh, Whitney Houston. This week, a PI came out and said that oh, it's yeah, murder. Yeah. yeah, it's murder. Oh, was it? <laughs> no, he's, yeah. he's he's giving his, all of his files to the FBI yeah, because they believe that it's actually a drug murder. Now, which brings us back to the question of Bobby. Oh, I might get my ten bucks back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not final yet. Uh, yeah, Don Corneo, Soul Train. Yeah, Man, you remember? Oh, I remember when the first came on. And, oh wow, you've got to see this video because it is. The <laughs> and most... it's Soul Train with Donna Summer. Oh, <laughs> you did that just for me, didn't you? <laughs> oh, Ian Amber Crombie died. He played Mr. Pitt on. I liked him. <laughs> you always were this big Seinfeld fan. I never really was. I really liked it. My problem was I was working too much when it when it was was. On. I just couldn't take the whiny all the time. Yeah. Well. Well, the th- I think that well the thing that really made the show was um, George and Kramer. You know, George Costanza. And yeah. Cosmo. Well, and the. You know, as much as I waiting I did, for the races to show, I never up. got a got a chance to really get into the show. But there's been a couple episodes I've seen that, like the rest of America, absolutely fell in love with. I mean, you can go up to anybody and no, no soup, soup for you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, talk about a classic character that's never going to go away. Well, the best part is they made him Iranian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um, Etta James died, and. Uh, uh, somebody texted me, hey, Edda James died, and I texted back, at last. <laughs> you, you texted me the same thing when B. Arthur died. Stop with B. Arthur. <laughs> You're the one that brings her up most often than, than I do. No. Yes. <laughs> he, he wish. <laughs> uh, well, oh, I, guess what Star Trek, the, uh, Star Trek 2 is, is doing? Con. Hmm? Um, not Star Trek. The second newer reboot. Yeah. Yes, it's con. No, no, I mean, it's doing, had, it's, doing something original. The... it's doing something original. What's that? It's getting rid of the colon. It's not Star Trek colon into darkness. It's, it's just, just Star in, Trek into, into darkness. Because Star Trek is not that age where it's being tested regularly. <laughs> <laughs> he got it. <laughs> no, no, I got it. I just didn't laugh. You dork. <laughs> you make me want to die. <laughs> it's just like, it's like it being... That was actually quite painful to watch the, that exchange. <laughs> it's like being like around two mental patients. They're just, that joke's funny. <laughs> Your head pretty. Let me bet. Oh, the, I, I found this interesting. I did read this, that the 10th most popular Christmas list, uh, on the Christmas list, what do you think it was? Like kids writing Santa. If it was my kid, the 10th uh, most. iPad. Oh, no, it no, it was a dad. It was a dad. People were effing sad that people were asking Christmas. Yeah, they were asking for a father for Christmas. 
Isn't that sad? It doesn't make me. I happen to read. Yeah, I read that. Uh, my re- last week. My reaction to that would get us in so much trouble. Go ahead. I'm going to go for it. I'm thinking about um, Connecticut. Yeah, I'm sorry. I am. That's yeah. not trouble, but. No, well, no, it's, it's just, you know, the majority of, of the white kids that are going in, that are white. mowing down kids, don't have a father. Uh, don't have a father. Well, and, and they're on antipsychotic drugs. <laughs> which generally, or, or they're getting off of antipsychotic drugs. Generally drugs. because they don't have a father. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, or no, they're... I, Nuck and futs. I mean, if the father was there, take him out and show him how to really take care of the weapon, you know? <laughs> You're laughing at that. Why are you laughing at that? <clears throat> I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but, yeah, no, I thought that was just the saddest thing. Yeah, just, I'm kidding. <coughs> I mean, yeah, my, my, my Did dad- you see that on Dave Leverin's top ten? And the number ten, starting with number ten, a dad. I got a daddy. He hits me, but I got a daddy. Okay. Who's I'm going to do a daddy. You two are my go-to for Star Trek knowledge because I don't like Star Trek that much. I, mean, I do like TNG, but like not religiously. You're not gay for TNG. Now, I, uh, I got on this and website, and I just, I just thought of you guys, man. <laughs> it says the weirdest and most out there are costumes from the original. Star Trek. Now, let me show you this picture. The red shirt. Let me show you this picture of this chick. <laughs> I don't know what to call this because it's kind of a of silver bikini, but not because it has the top and the bottom are yeah, kind of connected there. Yeah, this is the kind of the uh, – the. It's almost, like a, it's almost like they're trying to do like a Xanadu Barbar- kind of thing. Barbarella yeah. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Which is finally on Netflix, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see it every other day. I, I can see your excitement. <laughs> Oh, uh, you, no, no, no! You need no. We are not doing TNG. Or this is not, TNG. No, you're not doing original series. Put TNG. Are you showing stuff from original? I, yeah, well, at least <laughs> something that's listenable. Did you know that uh, that theme tune has lyrics? Yes. Do you know the lyrics? No, I just know that I've been dying to Down find a to co- star of light. Right. <laughs> no, at, well, okay, the funniest look, one is trying to find Shatner actually reading the lyrics to the. No, it's, this this was a spacesuit, and all it has is basically it's like duct tape. A, it's a hazmat helmet with duct taped onto the arms. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, actually, it could be um, it could actually be like that duct. Yeah, the called? duct wrap. Yeah, the the shiny stuff. <laughs> at least this is listenable. <laughs> what are you starting at that for? <laughs> oh yeah, this is beautiful. This is this confirms all theories that. Oh, come on. Just come up. Yeah, actually, if you want to be uber nerdy, you can look okay. for the uh, TNG how, alternate. Op- how uh, open. gay is this? <laughs> Kirk with his shirt off. In red, spandex. Red spandex <laughs> pants with a little commander insignia on it. Light red. Oh, man. And then there's the guy with the overhead, an oversized head in front of him. <laughs> it looks like Bobby Darren. <laughs> can you... Oil me down. Oh, wow. <laughs> you had to go for the gay version. Oh. No, no, seriously, look up the uh, alternate opening for TNG. I think I found now, it. How did that? How did this outfit get on '60s television? We, well, first of all, it was after eight o'clock on, NBC. and it was as after the the standards had been changed. 
Because like, oh, and actually, before standards, there's changed. a lot of side boob on that one. <laughs> now these look like some prime A alien sluts. Look at that. <laughs> they look like Tina Turner's backup singers. <laughs> Stop in the knee. What's love got to do with it? What's love got to do with burning me with a crack pipe? Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. That was Rick James. No, Tina Turner just got the fist of fury going. <laughs> <laughs> that can go two different ways. <laughs> just letting you know on that one. <clears throat> what I don't understand about Star Trek is, one, why it's so popular. Because it's like, it's just, it's not a... There's no real conflict. It's just like they're just space anomaly after space anomaly. No, actually, they you know mostly they try to take on current issues. Really, what made the popularity of the, sh- the original series, and I've actually researched this because I wanted that as well. Because I don't was like, super short skirts. I don't like the original series. I'll be very honest about that, and I can't stand Kirk. But um, what really made it was he was an alienizer. <laughs> it was, was that the the crew, the, the 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 operational crew of the ship were all different races and they were working together for common good and they weren't fighting over the race issue because again this is during the 60s i saw an interview with oh i always forget her name she nichelle nichols yeah thank you nichelle nichols and getting about halfway through the first season she was she was having a conversation with martin luther king and she's and he's asking how's going on i said you know i really don't care for the character i'm bored with the character i'm thinking i'm going to quit the show and he told her, don't. You do not understand what you're doing for women and black women specifically. But throughout and, the world, not just America. Yeah, and that's what, that's what made, it drew, um, drove the popularity. Uh, uh, thankful, was, thankfully, was, they did The Next Generation, which thematically was a much better show. But, well, and also took on those same issues that are still going around today. It, when TNG or the original? Both. They they are still taking so, on. But TNG T- took on. TNG did it in an entertaining way. Yeah, T- well, not just entertaining, but also <laughs> well, thematically. We'll give it this though. I mean, did anyone ever see the parallels between socialism, communism, and the triples? The triples, <laughs> triples, triples, whatever. Well, still, no. The, the no, episode uh, is trouble uh, with triples, but I don't see trouble. I was right. It's You're wrong. You're an idiot. <laughs> you need to watch. What do I care? I don't watch the show. Well, what actually I was made it so a silly joke? You guys <laughs> took it too far. Get a grip. I didn't even take the social communism thing anywhere with that. Now, the, what made it interesting for me was having the character of Spock, having a, a character that's supposed to be void of emotion, but can't be void of emotion. <laughs> All I hear, heard was, "Unfortunately, <sighs> oh, I got hit with some latency." Latency. Latent. Everyone thinks I'm an actor, okay? I just found out! I am not an actor! <laughs> That's I'm for blanking. damn sure. Oh, I love how he doesn't <laughs> blink ever. He just <laughs> stares into the camera like, oh, you're going to be mine. I'm just waiting for this guy to show up at your local elementary school. He's not. He's angry in a different way. Are you sure? Because those are the same crazy eyes on that other dude, Adam Lanza. Okay. Does this look like acting to you? The only thing he doesn't have is a bull haircut. Huh? You see this? He does in some of them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That. <laughs> and you're telling me that he's not going to show up in an elementary school with a semi-automatic weapon? Aside from the not blinking, the eyes are too close together. <laughs> he's almost a cyclops. Yeah. I'll go. 
It's like he could Wow, be, that kid's got the like, same fat ass I have. He could he could be um he could be from Hilldale. He could be from the polygamous <laughs> camp. No, this is definitely gotta be coming from uh, uh the guys up in Manti. What please up in Manti? Oh yeah. You you were there. What are you talking about? When? This last summer, weren't you? Where? Manti. Why isn't he from? Doesn't mean I was with plagues. Doesn't mean I was <laughs> hanging out in their compound. Did you ever go walk into Walmart there, buddy? I used to walk into you Walmart. Want, you, if you ever want to feel better about yourself, go walk into Walmart in Hurricane any Saturday afternoon, and you will think I am the top of the gene pool. Uh, what I always used to do, um, when because like we have like eighteen WalMarts now, but <laughs> when we only had the one, that's always fun. Uh, we. We used to go and uh, get an orange Julius and go walk in. <coughs> what we do? No, Spencer, I'm <laughs> trying to think here. Uh, what we do? No, we get our um, like just our driver's license out because <laughs> when you go when you go into Walmart back in the day, like '96, '97, uh, you're talking all, about when it was still uh, attached to the mall. Yeah, <laughs> all the all the plagues children would be sitting watching the TVs. <laughs> And so, Why is this appropriate to this conversation? It's not. <laughs> and so, and so, what I would do is, is you go to the kids, flash the driver's license, and yell, "Citizens arrest! You're all polygamous!" <laughs> and they would scatter like rats. <laughs> and it was the most fun until like, well, I would never tell Bart the Walmart, the Walmart cop showed up. No, you you never were afraid of the men. In the polygamous camp, it's all the women, especially the queen bee, who always looks like a man anyway, but she looks more manly and, than her husband. And, the old, and she you can tell her apart because of the highest hairdo. She always, well, and she's the thickest, and she shows up. <laughs> she shows up in her beard stubble and goes, and she's, ah, run away. <laughs> Good times. That power of price compels you. <laughs> oh, I was always. That was, yeah. (laughs) Actually, you know what? When I was in the Southwest Symphony, which you can't make fun of me for because that's classy. (laughs) (laughs) We would actually used to do, we used to do concerts up there in Hilda. They just recently stopped, like in the last couple of years. Because they couldn't find their copy of the... What what venue's up there? uh, Just the church, basically. Anyway, there... I'm going to say they stopped some pretty did, attractive plague chicks up there. They just kind of keep them up. They don't let them venture out. See, their family trees are more like Stumps. interwoven. <laughs> They're like the Aspens and shared the same roots. It's like <laughs> anyway, it's like pretzeled up fingers on a return of kids, I was going to say. <laughs> no, but my I, favorite. But I didn't. My I favorite. Was ta- I always thought it was tasteless. My favorite plague story is from him. From Kimball. Which one? <laughs> Going into the call centers. Going into the call centers. You told me, yeah, you were doing IT work, and mm-hmm. you told me about the call center. I told you about the Oh, call was it you? Yeah, okay. Hey, you got No, my, my call center story involved um, prison inmates. But anyway. <laughs> that sounds interesting, too. So tell me about the call centers in the Plagueville. Okay, we'll make this the last story of the night. We've been going way too long. Um so it was actually, actually wasn't me. It was our it was our Wasendella sister company. But I always had a theory. You never saw retarded plagues, and you know there's got to be a bunch out there because they always intermarry into the families. 
And so we just figured, you know, ball peen hammer, throw them in the lake, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's a little bit much. I'm waiting for the sketch on this one to come out. I'm just saying it was a theory. I didn't didn't say it was right. It was my hypothesis. But um, apparently they all work in a giant call center up in the compound. Hello, can I help you? Just this giant building. And the ones that can talk pretty okay do telemarketing. And the ones who don't talk okay literally just kind of clean up the place. <laughs> Basically mopping up their own drill. <laughs> or like the guy on um, uh, Slumdog Millionaire brings water to everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, uh, exactly. I'm thinking more like Melvin in uh, Office Space. Hey, my deeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just, like, just so surreal because like, the, the guy walked in and it was just like, this is weird. <laughs> Are you chained here? I don't understand. I'm really surprised I didn't know about that call center because I've worked every other IT on every other call center in this area. No, and I know. And it's just like I, we were just kind of joking. We the were Arizona joking about zone. it one day, and the guy who owns the voice and dad was like, oh, no, I've been up there. <laughs> no, I know where they're at. They're all in one place. And like you would never know it was a call center. It just looks like one of their houses. And so is it um, like so from, from like, the game Space Quest where they got the managers there with whips? <laughs> very, very obscure reference that only about, I don't know, nobody's going to get. I got for that. The, except for the three people in this room. Look it up. No, yeah, they probably have like the little dog collar with was the electrodes. What was his name? Uh, Scumsoft? Scumsoft, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Making fun of Microsoft. Yeah. I, always thought, I always thought they were making fun of Squaresoft. Yeah, I'm sure you were. <laughs> No, I mean, Squaresoft is a different, you know, gaming company. I thought that made more sense than Microsoft. No, well, because, you know, they had this picture of the nerd that was the, the yeah, company. Yeah, Bernie. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. So it's, it, it's very Gatesy. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you think? But come on, it could be any. Yeah, I'm sure. It could be any nerd. Hi, I'm PC. <laughs> you know what I hate about those commercials, by the way? The I'm PC and I'm Mac. Is the the Mac guy looks nerdier than the PC guy? No. Well, the Mac, (laughs) those portray Mac users and PC users to a T, right? But not in the way they want it to. PC users, you know, the more conservatively dressed, you know, kind of whatever, means that they're more reliable. It means that you can actually count on them. The guy who's a Mac oozes pretentiousness, and you want to stab him in the face. Every time I see those commercials, and plus it's Justin Long, the worst human being in the world. No, uh, he he was great in dodgeball. One role. <laughs> well, yeah, because you get you every get, every, every, the, every blind pig finds an acorn once in a while. <laughs> I'm just saying it was great to watch him being hit by a wrench. Now, unfortunately, they're not. I haven't been able to find them for a while, but there used to be a really great set of mock commercials making fun of I'm a Mac on PC, and there's one where. The, like the guys, the Mac, the Mac guy is totally late. He finally comes walking. You know, I was doing a video last night with my friends, and the PC turns him, "Dude, are you high?" No. <laughs> Not. Why does the camera lens have an eye? I mean, Macs are basically Fisher tri- Fisher, Fisher Price, Price toys <laughs> for adults. Yeah. It's like if you don't know how to if you don't know how to use a computer properly, here's a Mac. <laughs> if you know. You know, if you can tell if this is a hole in the ground or your own butthole, here's a PC. <laughs> the only thing I hate about Mac really is that it's so uncustomizable. Yeah. No, no. It's for people who don't know how to use a computer. Yeah. 
If you don't know, if you if you are afraid of the magic computer machine that has all the answers to life, at least to mine, <laughs> then yeah, go with the Mac because you're going to probably burn down your own house <laughs> through your own idiocy. Now, speaking of uh, computer, I, one quick story: my uh, my daughter today. <laughs> She has this nasty habit of, of uh, listening and uh, watching videos on her computer. And then she'll put her, you know, just slightly close the screen, but she keeps her earbuds in it. Well, today she was late for work, so she put the earbuds in, slammed the computer down, and now mm. the monitor is history on her laptop. <sighs> Lovely. <laughs> it was great. She comes in just whining and bitching and moaning about it. I'm like, uh, don't know what to tell you, baby. You, you got, you have a, you have a flat screen monitor in your room. You have a, a VGA port right there. Go for it. Yeah, actually, I do that on my computer, but I do it for the two. <laughs> anyway, so well, that's Happy Valley Speakeasy, the podcast. Well, it wasn't that. Great this week, but it's the end of the year. There's nothing to talk about except for dead celebrities. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, my my uh, the end of my uh, eight month unemployment run ends in seven days. I'm thrilled. Yeah, I know. Why'd you just give me the finger while you're at it, <laughs> jackass? <laughs> you know how hard it is to clap and get the finger at oh, the same yeah. time. Oh I mean, yeah, thanks for the challenge. <laughs> yeah, obviously, you know, we've we've been. Using our hands at work to have that kind of dexterity, but hey, you know. To uh, quote our one singular audience, I what do you, hate you all. <laughs> what are you doing with your fingers? <laughs> you get middle finger I dexterity. Type. Oh, is that? You mean you're slowly giving yourself a carpal tunnel? <laughs> Actually, um, yeah, yeah, me too. Not me. I just, I'm just gonna have to have back surgery someday, <laughs> and knee surgery probably. Well, at least you get that home electrolysis kit. Homo electronics. <laughs> yes. Stop talking. It's for your prostate. <laughs> Just is that is that like to remove the heat, like butt hair? <laughs> Was, uh, At least it's not fluids. I ju- I'm, no, I'm just thinking that having to rim a hairy man is not pleasant. <laughs> is, why, is that, are you, why are you even thinking that's even an option? Well, I'm just now, thinking. What I'm really it, curious well, no, 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 about. No, 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 no. Wait, wait a second. You said homo electronics. No, I did not. I, I, I thought that that's the only way you could use that product to great effect if you were a gay man. No, I can no, do no, that. No, 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 no. I have I, imagination. I, no, no, I'm just, this scrot hair to be removed. No, I'm just curious if this Nobody's conver- rubbing their face in the chode. I'm just curious if this conversation. Conversation <laughs> is going to get get us denied more than the toilet humor. Well, this isn't going on the radio. This one's oh. podcast only. Yeah, this is exclusive. <laughs> this is this is for the high tech group. This is exclusive content to our horribleness. <laughs> and with that, we'll call it a night. All right, why don't you play us out? Oh. <laughs> You're evil. You should be less proud of yourself. (laughs) At some point, we'll actually put together our own theme music. I'm going to do it, Jake.